happened, Marcus here. Before we get going with today's episode, I want to let all of you beautiful people know that we here at Wandering Ways have a new apparel line out. Yes, I know we're that big now. We've partnered up with the people at Teespring to put out our design on some shirts from short sleeve, long sleeve sweatshirts to tank tops. We even got socks out there. So if you want to get your hands on some of this cool apparel and support the podcast here, check us out at teesprings.com slash stores slash wandering ways. That's teespring.com slash stores slash wandering ways. Go ahead, check it out, get yourself something nice or get someone else something, something nice for them as little, hey, how you doing? But anyways, check it out, teespring.com slash store slash wandering ways. Like mm-hmm. the bigger roots. What fell off the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and walking on like the side of them when they're tipped over. Yeah, Just right? walking all the way down. It was just like, there was an end. He just kept walking. No. Like, yeah. some, some of the trees were cut in half, and you were like still walking. <laughs> clink, clink. Right there, man. As always, that's up, how we man? started off. We start every one of our podcasts uh, with a cheers. Um, this is the first podcast we're actually live in person. Uh, so it's kind of new. We got to make the clink sound. But, you know, I have glass. He has a hydro flask. And I think I hit the rubber. So it didn't really yeah. make that clinking noise. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in person, which is the exciting part. Right. And that's not the only exciting part about this in-person uh, podcast today. Um we have a live studio audience and we're actually recording outside. So if you're watching on YouTube, you will see we're sitting out on a porch in Newburgh, Oregon, looking over a beautiful field with some blue herons, some cranes just basking out in the distance. We're also going to have a live guest today. It's exciting. This little podunk podcast is actually getting stuff done exactly no we're we're here and it's actually good to be here for the first time uh in person for those of you who who aren't familiar with us we are the wandering ways podcast and you know we're always on the road traveling seeing these beautiful places that we like to travel to and go to and here we are um in person for one of the first times you know we tried to do this back in you know, when we were in Glacier and in Yellowstone, but we just didn't have the time. It takes a lot to set up and do this remotely, so. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you just get so into the adventure and being out in nature and whatnot that it just can't happen, which, you know, that's fine. I had, I still had a great time in Glacier, you know, and all that back then. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it before. Exactly. But, the, I mean, the main reason we're here this time um, is – because I, you know, I'm no longer. Oh, we got our friend Benny. He's here in Oregon with us yeah, too. The dog. Him. Look at him. He's <laughs> saying hello, giving us his love. Yeah. Um, hunting the mice out here in the field. So you may hear him from time to time come into the podcast. But we're going to send him on his way. Yeah. As he runs off. 
But I mean, the main reason we're here is because we were just down in the Redwoods. Yes, um, we were. Last week I recorded in Humboldt, and now we're in Oregon, which is where I will be for a while. Um, you know, I've officially left the Humboldt, California chapter of my life. Uh, bittersweet, you know, it was an exciting time, but also it's the right time. It's the time, right time to leave, you know, in the middle of a uh, worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Which seems to be really only hitting the United States. <laughs> well, it feels like that because that's what, you know, we know we exist. It's hitting other places too, yeah, harder true. and softer. True. Just depends on where you're at, where you're listening from. We appreciate our international listeners. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, check us out. We're on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Check it out. It's yeah. all great stuff coming coming down the pipe, as mm-hmm. they may call it. <laughs> but before I left Humboldt for good, we had some time to check out the Redwoods, which is what we're here to talk about today. Well, and that's why I was like, you know, when in Rome, got to do as the Germans, as they say. No, I'm just kidding. That comes from our German friends um, that Mark actually lived with. Uh, we did a trip with them, so we came up with that saying that we say all the time. So <laughs> that's the reference if anyone is questioning it. But I was like, you know, when's the next time I'm going to be able to go down to the Redwoods and actually get to experience it with a local. Um, I consider you a local. You lived there for two years. It counts. Three. Oh, three. three. That counts even more, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it was really cool. We got to take, uh, take a first timer down there. Uh, and that'll actually be our guest and it'll be our first in-person guest. You guys have seen the guest before with Matt buddy. Um, everyone loves him. Uh, but it'll be my brother, Tyler. He got to experience the Redwoods for the first time. Um, and we'll hear from him later on the podcast. And it was some pretty exciting stuff, you know, because if you haven't been down there, the one thing I like to say is you don't understand the trees until you meet the trees. <laughs> no, that's actually very true. I'm not going to lie. There, uh, for people listening, they probably have heard of the redwoods, you know, the big, tall, majestic trees. But when you have someone explain these trees to you, and you've never seen them, you really kind of you just think it's oh dude it's just a tree it's not that cool or just a big tree you know yeah, people just, understand the size yeah. but you've seen pictures of trees and it's just yeah, it's a tree well one of my favorite uh pictures that i took on this trip is of actually tyler he's standing in the middle of this grove these like five six trees just standing there and he's a tall dude he's six two you know and just this big dude and you know he looks like an ant compared to these things yeah i mean you you are when you're in them and there's like a weird kind of magic when you're in the forest in these redwood groves and i mean i've said i think i've said it before on here you really you understand why there's those fairy tales or why people think there's elves and why bigfoot is real yeah yeah bigfoot (laughs) there's been sightings down there when we were down there we were given a few uh you know we're driving the rougarou for those of you who don't know i drive a jeep it's the bigfoot research team vehicle and we're out there looking and you know we got some people pull up next to us and say hey you know saw a sighting over here in oryx saw a sighting over there you know go check it out and we're like thank you you know it helps us and one of these days we will find him and we'll get him on this podcast so you guys can hear from bigfoot firsthand (laughs) well yeah 
No, when we find Bigfoot, we'll make sure to have him on a guest. Right. For sure. No, I so. feel like he'll sit down, he'll cooperate, he'll just, I don't know what a Bigfoot sounds like, so that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, what's it, there's a progressive commercial where he's oh, like no. talking and he's like, my name's Daryl. Yeah, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> but I feel like there's multiple ones. You know, you go back to the original Bigfoot film, uh, the Gimlin film, and it was recorded in like, what, 1969 or 67, something like that. And he, um, with all the studies that have been done on the film, because that is the best evidence of it, um, they believe it's a female just by the way the breasts of the animal is and the way it was walking. Um, that was, uh, and they call, I want to say, I want to say they call him Lucy or her Lucy uh, is the given name for that footage. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea about this Gimli. Gimli. The Gimli film. That's the yeah. famous woods walking in california it's the famous picture the video oh that's it's, what that's called yeah okay. the gimlet it's because yeah, he's yeah. the guy who recorded it okay and he to his grave still believes it this thing exists it's it's you know went to his grave saying it you know I, yeah. yeah it's nuts and uh, for those of you who want to check out another cool podcast and we'll give them a shout out it's called the wild thing podcast they dive into some bigfoot researcher uh, she was an ex she's a journalist though i believe she was an ex-journalist from npr and talks about and takes that perspective inside of going into Bigfoot. So that's kind of a good listen if you're into that. I read like uh, when I was a kid, um, I think relatively shortly after I saw Bigfoot, I read a book. It's a fiction book, but it was about Sasquatches, Sasquatch Eye. Well, and, I, uh, they yeah. were up in Mount St. Helens. Oh, I, I mean, I, you know, I believe because, you know, this world's too too short life's too short all that to not not believe in something cool like this and you yeah. know we look at things like the silverback gorilla and it wasn't until like the 1860s that he was technically discovered or found even though the locals in the area knew of him look at the native american tribes in this area they all have names in their native tongues for him you know they talk about him people in the area say yeah we've seen him heck you live in the pacific northwest you said you've seen him and yeah. it's it's all local lore until it becomes a huge public ordeal. You know, we're kind of skeptical in that way unless we see it ourselves. Um, another thing I like to take in with Bigfoot is people always question, you know, how come we've never seen dead bones of a Bigfoot? Well, I like to ask the same question. How come you've never seen dead bones of a, a bear? How many times have you come across that? These animals, when they die, they go find these nice, cool, quiet places to and their lives, you know, because they're that's what they're doing. Even when like you hit a deer on the side of the road, which God forbid you never hit a deer, but when you do, the deer will still run off and go find a nice cool place under a tree and whatnot, and you know, let nature take its course. And yeah, take that into consideration. And then I, when you go down to the redwoods and you look how big these trees are, anything could live up in them. Seriously, like, <laughs> they're so big. Yeah, they're, that's that's the best part about it is you really feel. Like you understand, like you feel like you could see either a dinosaur, yeah. you feel you could see Bigfoot, or you even think you can see those elves that make that fudge that keep yeah, the elves. Yeah, there you go, right? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it definitely has that feel, and you can see where it exists. And then the other thing I like to bring in is just think about like Bigfoot. Does he shower? Most likely not. That's a typical European Western idea thinking. Of like we need to be clean hygiene etc he's got fur 
So he's walking around in these forests. And these forests aren't groomed. They're not the paved highway through the forest that he's walking on. Sure, he probably walks on them sometimes because it's the path of least resistance. But when you're trudging, trudging through the forest, you're picking up twigs and stuff in your fur. And then you got like what I like to say as a ghillie suit kind of just wandering out in the forest. So you literally have this camouflage blurry thing wandering around out there. And you know, that's why you're not finding this hardcore evidence. Well, we're just, we're trying. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I mean, I mean, we put in the effort. We've, we've definitely tried looking for them, but you know, like we've said before, it's not always about finding Bigfoot. It's, it's the stuff you find along the way. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, this this trip down to the redwoods was nothing too short of that. I mean, we what we saw albino redwood tree. Yes, which I mean, we'll 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 be getting into all of the cool parts of the trip down there when we get Tyler. Oh yeah. In the middle. So no, I, I totally. I don't agree. want to talk too much about that now. <laughs> no, I agree. But, we saw some cool stuff while we're down there, and we're excited that. Mm-hmm. to share it with everyone the only um, real bummer of the trip was uh we did not get to say goodbye to my special tree hyperion so yeah that was that was kind of kind of that kind of sucked because we were we were planning on it but because of covid they have different precautions where you have to yeah. go online and register 48 hours before heading out there and that's essentially the issue we had um so we didn't do that <laughs> we thought we could just walk in and sign up like you could in the past yep like you can just like uh, i think it wasn't even a year ago you know before all, obviously all covid and all that where you could just go you say hey i want to go to this spot and they said yeah sure but here we are. <laughs> no Hyperion. So we still found some pretty cool trees, though. I mean, these trees are 300 plus feet tall. Hyperion, I believe, is 380 something. Yeah, it's really. And cool. it's nuts. It's cool. Um, you can drive through the trees if you haven't been to the Chandler tree. That's a cool one. There's um, a couple drive-through trees. Yeah, the Chandler tree is one. I think it's one of the more famous ones. Yeah. Um, it's right there in Leggett, California. Yeah, <laughs> Avenue of the Giants, Prairie Creek, all great things. And it was a fun trip. I mean, I think uh, we about ready to bring on our guest. I Well, I double-checked the time here, but it does appear that it is about that time. Well, I think we need to wait 30 seconds to shout out our social medias, and then we'll bring the guests on, just to tease you guys a little bit more. But definitely check out the Rougarou and see the Jeep that looks for Bigfoot and drives through bigfoot country check out reverend marcus on all his socials um if you want to find me go ahead and start with the rougarou and you'll find zach of course like production zach gray zach gray spelled with x's you know you it's all there it's all following myself liking my own photos because you know got to get those first five out (laughs) Yeah, yeah and i will uh to introduce to get more into to get you guys ready for our upcoming guest uh this tyler or zach's brother my uh younger brother actually i'm the oldest of four boys he is the third in line he was the baby for a while and then we had another brother come along joe who's actually listening live right now he's one of our audience members so yeah him and uh, the dog but (laughs) but uh you know he he's pretty young he's just getting into adventures exactly which is awesome get all these people out here and that's part of it right it's just doing it just getting out into the places going to nature going and seeing some things 
Um, Tyler joined us in Glacier and Yellowstone when we were there. Uh, so just we, we can talk about that too with him. Um, but you know, to give him a little bit of extra pub, his Instagram is not Tyler Gray. It's a little tricked, <laughs> but he, it is the actual Tyler Gray. But Instagram's at not Tyler Gray. <laughs> so give him a look. Look um, if you want. Pause right here. Give him a look. See on the on the photos, and then come back. Or listen, just check him out though. Give him a couple follows. Or if you really want and you really want to make his day, add him on Snapchat. It's three simple letters, OSU. Yes. Yes, he has that Snapchat. I'm not kidding. I don't know how he got it, but it's his. <laughs> but anyways, here is not Tyler Gray. <laughs> timer yeah <laughs> first time guest it's uh our second guest ever but um first timer yeah it's first timer first time live yeah how's it feel to be our first live guest i want to ask that off the get-go it's interesting yeah yeah i've never really been on a podcast or anything so it's new to me first timer on that too we yeah. busted a lot of firsts here today the only thing i ask since it is your first time is and you are single, so if there's any ladies watching on YouTube, Tyler is single. Um, you can go ahead, um, and I lost my train of thought, so next question. Look him up <laughs> on Instagram, um, not Tyler Gray. At not Tyler oh, Gray. I know what I was going to say. I was going to say, on Tinder, oh. I need you to say I'm in a podcast to help us get, get it out there. So oh, all right. I'll put it in the bio. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> go check out Wandering Boys bio. Appreciate that. Anywhere we can get some uh, some free advertising. Some subscribes, free right? Yeah. I'll be passing the stickers out at parties. Yes. We get our stickers. Yeah, go ahead. Our uh, amazing stickers for the right there. If on the you water guys bottle. don't know and you want one of our stickers please shoot us an email at wanderingwayspodcast.com at gmail.com at gmail.com wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com wandering w-a-n-d-e-r-i-n-g ways w-a-y-s podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com gmail's g-m-a-i-l dot and we'll figure it out. Should know how to spell calm. At least I hope we do. I think we'll give we'll give stickers out for free to the first ten that email us, and then with uh, email us with uh, with not Tyler Gray in the heading. And oh, we so then we'll know. You, yeah, and we will send you a uh, some stickers and uh, yeah, and we'll write I will you. Know. Personally, write you a love letter. There we go. I so, like it. I like it. But yeah, thank you for being on. Uh, we, appreciate, we appreciate you. Um, let's jump right in, like you said. Let's uh, yes. go ahead. What kind of question do you, what do you want to ask our guest? I want first impression of the Redwoods. First get in, because you guys came from Grant's past drive. Yeah. So when you get to, I think it's the Je Jeremiah State or Jedediah Smith, yeah. you hit them. Right by the river, right? Yep. Right by the road. Yeah. No, it was unbelievable. Like, I, 
honestly wasn't expecting them to be that large. Like I, I knew they're big, yeah, but like it's just in person, it's a whole nother like experience. It's just I, I was shocked. Yeah, especially like how close they were to the road. Yeah, like, right. Just like that part actually always gets me because it's like. I mean, there's sometimes the road, they move for the tree. The road yeah. moves for the tree, right? Yeah. So, well, I like some of the trees, too, you see, right? You can tell, like, they shave some of them for cars to go by. And then you see where the trailers and stuff are hitting the tree yeah. still, so they got right the nick in it. Yeah. But, ah, I just, got to be careful while driving through the residence, everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's one of those... Well, I mean, it's a windy road getting into Humboldt anyway. Oh, yes. So you're not going fast. Any, no. For any reason. And you shouldn't go fast. You're out there. You're enjoying the trees. You're enjoying nature. Heck, the world's largest ocean, the Pacific Ocean, is just a stone's throw away from some of these trees. <laughs> that Yeah. I mean, sometimes the road will go from Redwoods. Actually, when you're on Highway 101 and you're just south of uh, Crescent City there, you go through those redwoods, and then it goes to where there's always road work. Yes. You guys can probably listen to this five years in the future. There will still be road work on this road at this part. Well, it was there when I was there in 2017. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there's always road work there. But so you'll know right what we're there. talking about, right? <laughs> They'll be like, ah, this is that spot. <laughs> but, I mean, there's, uh, it's right, you see the ocean. I mean, you're redwoods, and then boom, you see the ocean which is always kind of cool. Yeah, I remember we were having a conversation in the car on the way back, and you were kind of shocked how close they were to the water. Yeah, I, I really wasn't, like, expecting them to be where they were. Like, I, they, they were right up against the coast. Like, just the only thing splitting them was that highway, Highway 101. Yeah, it is kind of odd like that. But, you know, that's what they say makes – the redwoods like grow so tall because yeah. it's right next it's got that marine air and then that fog kind of comes in and they say what they get 70 percent of the water in redwood tree comes from the fog yeah i mean it makes sense when you guys were down there we didn't get any fog but when you uh when you get a actually like literally i think two days before you guys showed up we did get some dense fog down oh wow there. and i mean you you really do you understand why i mean shoot i was actually sleeping uh because i was moving and everything right uh got rid of my bed i didn't have so i just set up in a hammock right outside yeah. you know on that foggy day woke up so because oh, the fog wow. just sits there and you know yeah, it didn't rain yeah. but it just it was so moist out there yeah so yeah that's awesome i another one of the stats that i learned this go around down there uh is only 4% of the original Redwoods remain. Yeah. And there is a lot down there for that 4%, which is kind of nuts. Mm -hmm. But it also makes you very sad because that means there's 96% of it that we're missing out on. There could be trees that are 400 plus feet tall that could exist, yeah. but hey, let's, let's log. Yeah. Let's right. do that. You know, I, I get it. We got to build houses. We like wood things, but 96 percent of them gone yeah, it is Ooh, it's a bit much yeah it is, <laughs> it is kind of sad but i mean you hear about them the people living in the trees to save those groves yeah. so even when you go on hikes down there some different hikes mm -hmm. um you, when you look up you'll see like 
you know, homeless shelters that you would normally see in like these big cities, you know, the tarps, the boxes, all that. But instead they're, you know, like 30 feet in the air. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's kind of, that's, but that's humble too. Yeah. So I mean, if you understand humble, you get that. <laughs> and then for those of you who haven't been to humble, Humboldt's definitely one of those places. I suggest checking it out because it is another one of those places on this beautiful planet that we're like, it exists. Those people live that way of life. And, you know, we got to respect one another. If we really, you know, we're all humans at the end of the day. We all shit. We all piss. And, you know, that's life. <laughs> mm -hmm. For sure. Another uh, cool thing we saw. First thing we saw when we woke up, you took us right down the Avenue of Giants. Beautiful drive if you haven't done that drive. Um, was the albino tree. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, the albino tree, which... I mean, so I, I it's it's an all white tree. And you don't know what albino means, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of a weird tree. Uh, I mean, I don't know, Tyler. You're the guest. What was your? I, I it was interesting because it wasn't as big as the other ones. It was almost like a, a not bush. It was bigger than a bush. Yeah, but, but it was I know just it's kind exactly of coming right. out out like from the side of this redwood. Yeah, and I I well, don't. I, and that's because they're a parasite, yeah. essentially. That's how they live. It's similar to a parasite. They latch onto the roots of a redwood to survive because they can't produce the chlorophyll to photosynthesize and any other thing like that. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It, yeah, that's what makes them so – because, you know, they are the, – they don't have that chlorophyll. They, do. they don't get as tall. You know, the one we saw – it's called the Christmas tree is what it's called. And that's 25, and that's like the tallest one they found. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it was really interesting just to come across it because you don't – at first you see this thing, you're like, oh, it's another tree or a bush. It's not a redwood. And to actually learn that it's a redwood and see it, look at the leaves and be like, oh, wow, it is. Really cool, really interesting. And even the native people down there, um, I was reading – they call them ghost trees, and they found a very spiritual uh, place of healing. They would have ceremonies. Sorry about the noise in the background. The neighbor is being real fucking loud. Um, so I'm just going to let that be known on the podcast. But, yeah, it's really interesting the way those tribes down there, uh, the way they talk about them and hold those trees to such high regard, which is quite interesting because, you know, I look at it from a standpoint of, what we were taught in school from like manifest destiny white history white culture and they treated indians as savages thought we were these uneducated people those tribes knew these trees were albino they knew these trees were also redwood trees they held such high regard and they would just thank these ghost trees and have their ceremonies and all that and i just i don't know i mean to me it's like when you have that kind of societal way of thinking about something why are you labeling us savages why are you labeling us this and it, it's just one of those things like come on people think yeah yeah you know i people had dumb ways of viewing things back then so that's that's beyond oh, us it is yeah but we want to make it known mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the other cool thing that Tyler got to go to Glacier mm -hmm. with us. Uh, I mean, we talked with Matt Buddy about Glacier. Yeah. Tyler was with us on that trip. So you get to hear the Matt Buddy experience. Now 
to get the Tyler Gray, <laughs> the not Tyler Gray experience. Um, but actually the real Tyler Gray. Yes, the actual, <laughs> the actual Tyler Gray. I clarify it in my bio. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, so explain your view of the limited amount of Glacier National Park you get. I want to say it's it's what got me in to like going to the national parks. Wow. Like it, it won my heart because I, even I even only doing the avalanche hike and the the backcountry hike. I forget the name for it. We just found uh, and for you as you who haven't listened before or are unfamiliar with that backcountry hike he's talking about, we we're driving that highway two in Montana, and literally said, "There's a hike to one of these lookout towers." And pulled over yeah. on the side of the road and said, let's do it. So that's what he's referencing there. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's what made me, like, want to get a hammock and, like, want to kind of expand my camping lifestyle. Like, it, it really is just beautiful up there. And, like, I wish more people could see it, yeah, experience the beauty of it. Yeah. No, it's mountain bike. Mm-hmm. You know, those... Yeah. What do they call it? The crown jewel of, of the North America? Yeah, yeah, the continent. Like yeah. It's, it, it is. It's glacier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for all of it, like, that was closed off, I really want to go back again and, like, explore more of the park. Oh, you, you just got to tease. Yeah. You just got to tease. And if yeah. that's what's making you want to go do all this stuff, I say go do it because it's 90% of the work is just going out there and doing it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you we only got to see like maybe I don't know like ten percent of the park. Yeah, we were oh, Avalanche uh, Avalanche Lake to yeah. the the south side there. We didn't even get to go up to Medicine because the Blackfeet Reservation was closed. Um, nuts, but and I mean you've been to Yellowstone too before, and that's yeah. interesting that like even Yellowstone for you, you know, living so close to it your whole life, not. That that didn't make you want to get outdoors, but it was Glacier that did. And I think that's that's one of those things when people come out to Montana, you know, they see Glacier, they see Yellowstone, uh, but sometimes they just bypass Glacier because of where it's located. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is kind of in a shitty spot. Yeah. It's uh, right on that Canadian-U.S. border. So... I do get that for sure. Well, people people are interesting when it comes to that because they don't they don't realize that, like they almost see the border, the Canadian border, even the Mexican border, as like I'm trapped in the U.S. and I can't go into it. And like I was fortunate one of these years to go up into Waterton, which is the glacier side, and I, I always talk high regards about that. And definitely, just get out and explore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like Yellowstone really didn't make me like wanna like expand my camping lifestyle but like going to glacier and doing those two hikes i saw that like i can combine my active lifestyle with camping oh, I feel and exploring and just yeah. more adding more adventures to like my life for sure which is why you and i are going to go climb the south sister here in a couple weeks we will. We will. <laughs> that that puts your active lifestyle in yeah. nature all into one I'm excited for that. Yeah, hopefully we get a day like today. Right. Where you can just see everything for just like miles and miles. Where is uh, South Sister? So it's uh, right there in Bend. Okay. Um, you kind of, it's right next to Bachelor. So you end up going out by Bachelor and then 
the trailhead to it. It's like literally off the road. Oh, it is park. Um, it's not a crazy hike. It's or a climb. You know, it's just six miles up. You're there. It's six miles down. Probably one of the longer hikes I've been on. Well, you'll feel it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, first time I did it was with Matt, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I was sore for a couple of days after. Uh, and I was in pretty good shape then, actually. Um, I was working out. I wasn't doing a lot of cardio then, but like now I did it last year too. And I was doing more cardio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a lot better on it. When you said the Sisters Mountains, what the third tallest mountain in Oregon? Yeah, South Sisters the third, and it's you know it's only it's not even eleven hundred feet or That's eleven thousand feet. Still nuts. You know, yeah, no, it's good. It's you know? a good climb, but mm-hmm. you know, I want to do a fourteen. I need to do a fifteen. Go down to Colorado. Yeah, or yeah. Mount Shasta. Uh, oh, that's yeah. just above 14, so that counts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing for mountain climbers is those 14,000 foot hikes. Oh, yeah. That's or like, uh, climbs. yeah, when you're in Colorado, that's like, well, how many 14ers have you done? So maybe that's, maybe I'll get a job in Colorado yeah. and just do a bunch of 14ers. 14 and nuggets. Yeah. 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 There you go. Send me some autographs. Mm-hmm. That's all I asked for. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got you mine. I know. <laughs> it's above. It's above my fireplace. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm glad to share these experiences with you too, because I think they are experiences to be shared and yeah. had. And I mean, even the fact that we were able to, while we were down in California, walk on the beach that first day when we got there, and just literally just yeah go walk on the beach you know yeah. and for those of you who it's not an la beach it's not a southern california beach not a miami beach not yeah. a hawaiian beach it's the northern california beaches so bring a sweatshirt because it could be a little yeah. chilly but it was a beautiful day saw some sand dollars washed up and some good stuff but yeah that was your first time in northern california yeah um, even in the Eureka Humboldt County area, what was some of the thoughts of that? Like the people and the places you saw? Because you even yeah. made the comment that or the Oregon coast towns feel different than the Northern California coast towns. And I was 100%. curious. Yeah, yeah, I, I've never really experienced like the Californian kind of vibe, as you would call it. But it was it was different. It was different. And, or it only being like what an hour, hour, hour two south of like Florence or one of those oh, Brookings, yeah. Brookings, yeah. It's not far at all. It, there's a big difference. Yeah. Even in the people that you see, it's just kind of like I don't know. It makes mixed emotions about it. Yeah. Right. So when I first, because uh, I mean, I I lived in Oregon. My he was life, a coastie. Right? Uh, yeah, I was a <laughs> Oregon coast kid all through high school. Um, from like the moment I was born to the moment I graduated high school. Then I went to Corvallis, which is in the, or the Willamette Valley. And you're 20 miles from the coast. Yeah, you know, wasn't yeah. far. But, you know, so I've been in Oregon. And my big thing when I was done with Oregon State was, all right, I want to get out of the state of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, job I ended up picking, Humboldt, which I like to call Oregon Light. <laughs> you know it's like a diet Oregon yeah because when you drive into uh, into Humboldt you look around 
you're like, oh man, I'm still in Oregon. Yeah. But then when you're there, you're like, I am not in Oregon. Yeah. So I totally get what you mean where it yeah. has a different feel. It looks very similar. Though. Yeah. The, the I landscapes, like yeah. the people. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to talk to like people one-on-one, which would, probably would have changed my view a little more. <laughs> but just from like seeing how they dress and how they act, like very different. Judging a book by its cover. I like it. Well, no, I, I try not to judge. You, yeah. <laughs> everyone does it. If you want to get like an idea of what, humble people are like while you're still here in Corvallis yeah. um, go down to Eugene mm-hmm. at their farmer's market okay. just hang out at the farmer's market and you'll get a, a fairly good idea it won't be exactly the same yeah. but you'll get a fairly good idea of like what living in Humboldt's like Yeah, <laughs> that was the one thing everyone told me when I was moving there like, have mm-hmm. you ever been to the Eugene Saturday market I said yeah I'm like, that's what you're getting into oh Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, but you know, it's that's humble. Oh good. The Redwoods, baby. There you go. I like it. No, the Redwoods, they 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 do hold that like I said, man, until you meet them. And like people are gonna be like, Oh hippy dippy whippy, you know, I don't know. And to me it's like, no, it's not that. It's like you really put yourself into perspective of like, I am just an ant on this planet these things are massive they're bigger than me and that's why i want to see a blue whale in person because just to have that experience like oh my god that's a life form another form of life out there i think it's gonna be just ginormous to see right Mm -hmm. oh my god i words cannot describe no they cannot describe no the you know the one thing uh I'll, i'll have to show you in Corvallis it used to be like our just random go ahead and hike yeah. like if you wanted to hike in the afternoon yeah. or if you take a honey up there it's a pretty good spot <laughs> it's called uh, Dimple Hill Dimple Hill yeah so it's it's north yeah north Corvallis past uh, one of the high schools oh Chris Not, and, yes. yeah that yes. one so you end up going out past that and it's like not a crazy hike or anything but it's got a great view of corvallis oh beautiful view i've actually i've been up in those hills uh i took a class at oregon state uh soil 102 for those of you who want to take a cool class at osu um it was a lab a science lab class i didn't i wasn't a biologist i wasn't a chemist i was like what can i do to get this credit out of the way it was a lab science they took us on field trips as the lab we went there, up into the hills north, saw some old growth forests. Yeah, there's a forest there. It's Beautiful. like the, I think the university uses it. It's like university yes. owned. Forest. And they use studies, make studies yeah. and do all that up there. Beautiful forest. They took us to this water treatment plant in Albany yeah. to show us like the biodiversity and how they do all the different things there. And just some of the other cool places around there that, you know, the way the science is used and utilized for the community and whatnot. And I thought, wow, this is an interesting class. I'm glad I took my credit away. Didn't have to take a bio or chemistry class. So I lucked out there. That <laughs> so, yeah, was really nice. It's actually where I tested my hammock for the first time. I oh, really? bought it. And then before I went out, it's like, I could, should probably learn how to set it up. Yeah. So I went up to Dimple Hill and, uh, that was when I fell in love with hammocks. Wow. Well, good. That's when I fell in love with them. I mean, you could get some good sleep in a hammock. You know, they, uh, 
they I slept on the one I detached it to the side of my car and a tree when we were down in Bandon and did the trick. <laughs> Tyler and I stacked them. Yeah. Uh, uh. It was actually I've had a lot of people ask me about like, okay, so how did the person in the top one get in? And I was like, well, there was like a stump there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the bottom one, which is the one I was in, was pretty low. So yeah, you know, it wasn't that hard. He has legs that are that long. Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot. Someone was telling me, like, there's this video of this girl getting one, and she, like, flips her foot up and then does, like, some weird spin. Oh, and, like, it spins? Yeah, she, like, oh. spins her way up. And I was like, well, I want to see it. I want to learn that. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I can figure out how to, like, spin my way to the top. <laughs> and if you know how to spin your way, go ahead and shoot him an email. He'll happily yeah, have you on as a guest and we'll, we'll videotape it and show you how to do it yeah no hit me up at my uh, on my instagram at rev and marcus or quartz lake productions you know you find us we will respond you know yeah. we had someone ask us about our hours on the facebook page you know we don't have hours yeah we don't have um hours. but we have a podcast and it's this wandering ways podcast where we wander from this way to that way so yeah, wandering conversation sometimes pointless it. conversation but sometimes not yeah <laughs> whatever you guys like and give us the feedback because we definitely would learn from it and would love to have you on and show some cool hammock tricks yes actually that's what we just need you to do because you're just in starting hammock life we, start learning so yeah we need you to learn all the hammock tricks yeah uh, I'll, I'll youtube it tonight watch some <laughs> videos TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah. TikTok. Uh, uh, I got rid of that. You did? Yeah, early on. But Joe got me into it. I got it like a month after it came out. Joe, your little your brother, 10-year-old brother. Got me into TikTok. Nice. Like junior year in high school, then I deleted it senior or end of senior year. But oh, nice. Huh. No. No. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy TikTok. It took up a lot of time. Yeah, I've had... I had athletes that I worked with. Oh, it's they would talk to me and be like, Mark, you should be on TikTok. Check out all these TikTok things. And I was like, I don't even know what you're saying. Quick clock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a clock. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they show me they talk about like, these like people I forget what they're even called, but they're like uh, they call them like I swear it was like something silver. Something silver oriented. But they're like cool. they're like TikTok hipsters. Huh. They're like a weird oh. subgroup of TikTok. Interesting. And after I had those athletes explain that to me, I was like, I don't think this TikTok thing will ever be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You learn some cool things. You see your Jackson Mahomes and guys like that on there too, and they're just living their life. And, yeah. You know, live it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's been. It's been really cool. The Redwoods taking you down there. It was fun. Going, we went to the coast yesterday, Lincoln City, Oregon. And I thought that was kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Had a fireworks show. Yeah. Brought to you by Quartz Lake Productions. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Quartz Lake Productions will put their name on it. If you're not claiming it, we will. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but we pulled down to the beach. We were kind of like not expecting much. There was about 30, 40 cars down there. Said, we're going to have a bonfire. Had a bonfire. 
sure enough, fireworks show gets off, and sure enough, I'm taking claim because, you know, no one else took claim around us. <laughs> that was the Quartz Lake Productions experience. Yeah. But that was good. It was a good was time. What did, what did you think when we were down and we did uh, just that real short hike after we went to the lighthouse? Oh, with all the stumps. I really liked it. When we had the it. tipped over trees, all yeah. the stumps. Yeah, that was really cool to see because you don't really like think like, oh, the root system, it's not yeah. going to be that. Like, it, it will be big, but it's like what we took a picture and I wasn't even halfway up the stump. Oh, like, no. I wasn't even like midway. Like, there was three of me would equal like, and that was just the roots left, like mm-hmm. the bigger roots. What fell off the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and walking on like the side of them when they're tipped over, yeah, just right. walking all the way down. It was just like, there was an end. You just kept walking. <laughs> no. like, yeah. so, some of the trees were cut in half, and you were like still walking. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, when is this yeah. gonna stop? Right? Yeah, no, that was nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see us for those pictures. We're sitting on these trees, and just like, what? Like, yeah. no, that's gotta be fake. It really feels fake. It's cool. It's definitely take your family, take your grandma, take anyone down there, because it's unbelievable. You blow your mind away, and. And that makes me, you know, the thing with the Redwoods is now I want to go see Sequoia that much more. Yeah. I haven't been oh, to Sequoia. Yeah. I know. I want to yeah. go to Sequoia too. And it's just like, and those trees, yeah, they don't grow as tall as Redwoods, but they grow round. Yeah, they get huge. I, I was uh, reading something. I said uh, Redwoods were 26 averaging like diameter. And sequoias were 40 feet. Jeez, that's Whoa. like double. Yeah, 40, like 35, 40 feet. Just like double what the redwoods get. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's nuts. I don't know what to say. I mean, let's go. Let's pack our bags and head in the car and go look for Bigfoot. I didn't know the numbers. I always knew they were wider. Am I? Yeah. But that's double. Like, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't thinking double. I was thinking like, you know, twenty five percent more mm-hmm. type deals. You know, I was like, it'll be noticeably wider, but not like that much wider. No, it'll be noticeably. And they're still like double. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're still like past three hundred feet too. Like, oh my, those are things are giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can buy them too. I love it. I uh, I got a Christmas gift one time. Was a sequoia tree at one of the. You can buy them at the gift stores down there, and I bought one and a little seedling right now but you know in 20 30 years i'm curious to see where it'll be yeah yeah you know be the think... new general sherman you're right exactly <laughs> although i don't think you'll see the the fruit of a tree as big as general sherman well not in this lifetime yeah they'll t- yeah in your next life yeah actually probably your life after the, your next life i mean yes and no because what these trees grow to thousands of years old yeah, yeah. Uh, how long do you think you're living in each life? Right. Well, how long you? That's what I mean. You're saying the next life. That's only three hundred. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying like, oh, maybe I get it in this next. Life. No, <laughs> I'll get it this life. <laughs> yeah, they're saying the redwoods. It takes average about hundred years for them to fully mature to their like height. Not with though. It was like they'll reach their full height by like hundred years give or take so most people won't even like see yeah one of the redwoods at its full potential Dang. by the end of our lifetime this guy matt buddy for those of you who just uh, the phone just, 
if you've been listening to our podcast, you actually know Zach's making jingles, dingles, and whatnot with his phone. That's annoying. It's I've told a running him. theme that <laughs> Zach's phone always interrupts the podcast. So well, it's not that big of a thing for anybody. Well, the thing is, is I told him we're recording. Yeah. And I'm going to call you because yeah. we're recording. Yeah, oh, he, come on, man. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> but that's, he always does it. Always. Dings, dongs, and don'ts. <laughs> we, have, we have to bring you on more because you talk about the science of the trees. Yeah. Or you're well, just going to become our tree expert. Whoa. Botanist by default. Yeah. 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 You're not even a botanist major, are you? No. Yeah, see. Business major. <laughs> I think I think we may have to ask here at Wandering Ways, we're going to kind of ask you to switch your major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that way become an arborist. Well, you did read a book on trees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't as like factual as I was expecting it to be like what you would see in like a picture book where it's like this tree is this height kind of deal well see that's me I'm a picture reader yeah 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 (laughs) yeah. you need the pictures on the menu yeah yeah no the book was more about like the communication a forest has that's so cool though yeah it was just like how they work with the animals and how they kind of work with each other I'm sending after we're done with this, uh, remind me to email you about my tree. Okay. It, I shoot. We can even watch it tonight, actually, tonight. like together. <laughs> <laughs> I love this documentary. <laughs> so it's fantastic fungi. If you're wondering, it's a relatively new one, but it's all about mushrooms. Oh. And oh, I mean, mushrooms are really cool. Yeah. Mushrooms are really cool. Well, it's crazy, but they go into that communication with the forest. Yeah, which is no. why, which is why I moss and fungi they yeah. help uh, trees communicate with each other, yeah. and like they just connect the whole forest. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it's so, really cool. That's nuts. I mean, yeah. we don't we don't think of that. We think of, look at this dumb tree, right? It's just a tree doing tree things. You know, that's what the average human is saying. But really, like. They communicate to the T. You go to the Amazon rainforest and you take an aerial footage or even a foot footage from down below looking up and the way the trees communicate to see the light. Yeah. It's not, yeah, they're fighting for like, you know, survival of the fittest, only the fittest shall survive. That's also going on. But it's also like, we, they know like, we can't just kill ourselves off. We're going to communicate with one another and grow, and it's it's kind of interesting, you know. We we like to think we're the only intelligent species out there, but just sit back, relax, and watch life happen around you. You know, I got into deep thought about that, about how humans think we're the only intelligent thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's ego. Oh, hundred percent. It's human ego. It's just so where we, but I mean, because you, you you talk to people who know that we're not the only intelligent yeah they don't have that same ego that's true it's like other mm-hmm. people but i i mean here's a perfect example right you take chernobyl in russia nuclear disaster happens humans can't go back can't live yeah. there you know what's the first thing back the plants and they're surviving and thriving and doing their oh thing oh my gosh so we <laughs> We're watching this documentary tonight. Right. <laughs> Good. 
good. I, I encourage like everyone out there listening or watching to also watch, watch this documentary. Fantastic fungi. It is amazing. I they were doing a like a tour of it. So it wasn't going in it's like new, like out this yeah. year type deal. And uh they weren't going it wasn't going in the mainstream movie theaters. They were like doing like a tour of it. Wow. And it was actually supposed to be in Humboldt like a week week after everything shut down with the, oh, the no. I, yeah, oh. I know. I haven't signed up. I bought my ticket. I was ready to go. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, I did a little bit on the inside. Yeah, I would have been uh, person. I was able to find this documentary. So. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you got to watch it. I'm glad you got to see it because you're going to share it with us. We're going to share it with the world. And it's going to be one of those things. It's like, wow, who knew the way the trees communicated with one another, right? Yeah, no, that's trees are crazy. They really are. And I mean, I like another thing I like when you go down to the Redwoods and even Sequoia, right? Like you could throw them into the mix. I've just haven't been there yet. And you you hear all these people, oh tree huggers, hate them, yada yada. Anybody, anybody in the whole world who goes and sees a redwood tree, the first thing they see them do is they go out and hug this tree because they, they want to wrap their arms around it because they're that big. Yeah, yeah, you they, know? Are, <laughs> they are. They are. I, I see why people think of that area and they think of hippies. You know, people yeah. think they're all connected to the earth. But when you're there, you start feeling this, like, weird connectedness. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, like, when you walk through the redwoods, it, there's, like, a presence. It feels yeah. like yes. something's around you. But I don't like, oh, that's right. Because you mentioned, you mentioned when you're down there, it's like you felt like you were always being watched. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, but I would argue it wasn't in a way, it wasn't in a negative way. Mm-mm. It was in a like, I'm being watched over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that feeling, it was a safety feeling. It, it was, was Bigfoot. It was Bigfoot. <laughs> he was there. He was, you know, he was watching over us from afar, taking care of us. And I mean, I even, like, there was times where we were the only ones in the forest, it felt like. And just that, like, that stillness, that quietness, that Mm -hmm. respect. I mean, I even at the albino tree, I felt that sacredness in the sense, and I told you when we're standing there, that... You know, you hear this, the, the Plains natives talk about the white buffalo and when, it, when one's born, just the, like, sacredness and holiness of that. And I felt that same way by that tree of, like, there's something I – was so, I was almost angry that there were so many dead limbs on this tree. Like, no one was taking care of it in, a, like, an arborist way because you feel like this is a magical tree. And I, I, I say that term loosely magical because it is – it's – it's that spiritual presence that is there. It's the, like, the gods are watching over you. The creator has said, hey, I'm blessing you with this beautiful gift. Yeah. And I just, I was captivated, you know, in that moment. And I was like, I need to get my GoPro out. I need to get my camera out. I need to do this. I was all over the place. You know, it was our first stop. But it was, I just was in awe. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, hey, seems like I'm always that guy, but we are getting to our time. No, time so I want to talk about the trees, Mark. 
Well, another time. <laughs> I mean, me, you and I will talk about trees all the time. Right. But anyways, it's time for the final words. And since Tyler, the not Tyler Gray, <laughs> is our guest, any final words? Anything you want to say? Let the people know anything you want. Oh, man, it's <laughs> a lot. Uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Go to the Redwoods. Yeah. Any chance you get. We'll leave it at that. Not nothing too inspirational, just if we were high budget, we'd put like something above you. Yeah. So yeah. Like, go to the Redwoods. So if you're go watching the, the YouTube video, we're throwing our hands over his head yeah. and just imagine like sparks and whatnot. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it uh No. Yeah. Final you words, know. my guy. My final words are get out go do it you know these have been my final words before but look at me i was in montana a week ago i was in the redwoods earlier this week i'm in oregon now i'm going back to montana tomorrow definitely just get out go do it go see it go meet the people go meet the trees because you know this is one earth that we all got to live on we all got to share so let's just make the most of it i love it i love it final words of wisdom from the reverend uh, you guys are beautiful, as always. Can't say how much I appreciate you all for listening um, and being. Uh, my main words of wisdom here tonight is tell your loved ones you love them. You know, we've had two major people die this year. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Black Mama, and then recently Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. You know, it's you never know. And everyone else who yeah. was important to you that passed away this yeah. 2020. So, you know, those are two just that just happened like that. No one saw it coming. So tell your loved ones you love them. Um, with that being said, though, peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.